This is AFCast, the video game podcast. And here's your host, Malcolm Shiver. Twenty twenty has been one of the best years for gaming, at least recently. Uh, I believe the last year, at least in my opinion, was probably 2016 for the best year for gaming, but we've had a lot of very good games. We had a new generation of consoles, uh, and the only problem with it was the Game Awards this year, at least in my opinion, well, in a lot of people's opinion, uh, let's be real. Um, But yeah, this week on AFCast, we're recapping 2020. All right, so a lot of stuff to recap. Uh, first of all, I'm going to be talking about a lot of the new games. Not every, Obviously not every single one, but a lot of the more successful ones um, and bigger ones in the gaming community. Uh, so I'm going to start with Minecraft Dungeons. Uh, this game looks very cool, and it seems to have gone. I haven't played it personally myself, but it has gotten a lot of recommendations uh, to me personally. Um, and it does look pretty fun. It's just not really my speed for the kind of eagle eye dungeon uh, running game. Um, but that's just me. Uh, we also had a really weird game called Bug Snacks come out that was made by the same people who made Octodad. Uh, so it's got to be hilarious. Uh, and then we also had Snowrunner, which is a trucking game in the. I don't, no, I don't want to say the Alps. I just know it's in a snowy area. Um, we obviously had our usual like FIFA 21, Madden 21, NBA 21, etc. Um, so basically all of that, uh, all of the sports games that come out every single year. Um, so yeah, and then we also had Astro's Playroom, which actually came out with PS5. We'll talk about the PS5 later. Uh, we got the new Crash Bandicoot game. Uh, we also got Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, because uh, we get a COD game every single year. Um, for some reason, uh, Treyarch released one this year. I'm pretty sure it was Sledgehammer's turn. Uh, I don't know why Treyarch released their game. I don't know if Activision just told them to or if Sledgehammer was behind. I don't know how they weren't behind since they usually get three years' time instead of uh, two years, which is what they got. Um, but this is honestly one of the best Call of Duties for it being a like a year rushed. Uh, which really surprises me, and I don't doubt surprises a lot of other people. Uh, usually Call of Duty has absolutely terrible hit registration, but this game actually has some fairly good hit registration. Uh, it's also linked with Modern Warfare and Warzone, um, and right now, currently there is a battle pass that tracks across all three of those games. Sadly, the rewards are only for Warzone and Cold War, and the season is basically just completely wasted in Modern Warfare, which I find kind of stupid. Um, I think you should at least get the calling cards and emblems that you receive in the uh, in the Battle Pass in Modern Warfare. Uh, but it looks like they're starting to do kind of what a lot of other games are starting to do, which is basically prolong um, their existence, if that makes sense. Like, a lot of these games have started to put in these 10-year plans, quote-unquote. Um, this kind of started from, uh, or the idea of 10-year plans, um, or calling them 10-year plans, I should say, started from Destiny 1 when they said that they were going to do a 10-year plan, and then they absolutely failed at it because the game itself was bad. Um, but now games have been doing this, quote-unquote, 10-year plan. 
Um, it isn't always 10 years. Uh, Destiny 2 was a 10-year plan, and currently they're actually uh, releasing it. Um, re they're releasing their 10-year plan perfectly. They're actually doing a really good job. Uh, they brought Destiny 2 out from the dirt because it was kind of lower on the list there in terms of bigger video games. Um, but yeah, uh, kind of leaned away from black ops cold war <laughs> but it also has uh, really good zombies a lot of people did not like the black ops 4 zombies and cold war kind of brought this back uh, i personally really like the zombies as well i really like the multiplayer um and the new weapons they have and everything so uh so yeah really good game along with the campaign as well i i for some reason forgot to mention the campaign the uh the campaign is very very short but i think that was because the game was rushed um so yeah but it's fine. Uh, it's, it's good, it's just really short. Um, and then we also had Hades come out, which was a contender for a lot of uh, video game awards in the Game Awards this year. Uh, we'll talk about the Game Awards later as well. I'll give all the winners out. Um, it'll probably be the last thing that we talk about, uh, mainly because I do have some words to say about uh, The Last of Us Part Two <laughs> and their role in Game Awards. Um, but we had Desperados 3, uh, Empire of Sin, um, we had uh, Paper, we had a new Paper Mario thing come out as well, uh, Spelunky 2, um, Demon's Souls, which actually looks uh, pretty good. I haven't played it myself yet, um, but I've gotten a lot of high praise from it as well. Uh, I've, I've seen it, and it looks amazing. Um, and not to mention their trailers are also really good too. It kind of reminds me of, uh, like, I honestly don't really know. I was gonna try to combine two games, but all I could think of was Dark Souls, and I can think I guess Skyrim, Dark Dark Souls and Skyrim. But those games are already close enough. Um, we had Wasteland Three come out. Uh, we had Crusader Kings Three, Star Wars Squadrons, which I've also heard is a very good flight, uh, like a dogfight based game, um, and it looks really good. Once again, I haven't played it. Uh, sadly, I don't have the money to buy all these games. I really wish I, I did, um, but I don't. Uh, I have played Valorant, though. That did come out this year, and that was made by Riot Games, which actually made League of Legends, and a lot of people were very interested to see how this would turn out because it is a first-person shooter, and obviously League of Legends is very different from a first-person shooter. So, And it was, it was probably like one of the most popular multiplayer games this year. Uh, it... It's way better than CSGO, in my opinion. I really thought the powers were going to offset the game and make the game bad, but it actually really added an entirely new level to the CSGO-type uh, battlefield that it relates to. Um, and so Valorant is just a very interesting game that is really fun to play, uh, and it is very balanced, in my opinion, as well. They did a very good job of balancing the game, but that's something that Riot Games does really well in general. Um, I think with League of Legends, they've started to lose handle on that just because of how many legends they actually have that you can select from. Uh, it's kind of hard to keep up with everything. I think they actually have teams divided up into sections uh, of the uh, League of Legends characters um, because of how many there are, which I find kind of funny. Um, we also had Watch Dogs Legion, um, which was a, it was like a very mediocre game. Like, the story was okay, 
the the world was pretty cool because usually games are based in like new york or something if it's going to be in a popular city but it was actually kind of nice to be in london for a change um i think i think one of the only other cities i've also played in was dc but that's uh you know division two it's kind of post-apocalyptic so it's not exactly the same um but yeah, so it was a very mediocre game in my opinion. There is a lot to do in the game, which is what I really like about it. Like, there's a lot of collectibles that you can find. Um, there's a lot of missions that you can do in the game. Um, and it is it is fairly fun gameplay-wise. Uh, I especially like the little robot spider that you can do takedowns with in the game. <laughs> um, where it climbs onto people and shocks them in the face. It's, it's pretty great. Um... And then the recruitment process as well for Watch Dogs Legion, where literally, where there isn't a main character in the game. You can literally recruit any person that is in the game, um, and, or any AI that is in the game, which is just absurd to me. Like, I find that amazing that they made an entire world where it's like you can actually recruit people and change to those different recruits to actually play them so that you can have different abilities, uh, whether that is a car, um, being able to pay for less uh, at like this clothing store just because they have a discount or something there, which I find hilarious. Um, yeah, I, I find that I find that to be very smart, and I think they executed it very well. When I first heard of that, I was like, "Oh no, this is gonna put them in ruin." But they actually did it fairly well. Um, but I think that might also be a good reason why it's a fairly me mediocre game. Um, but yeah. And then we have a, another mediocre game, which I, actually I'd say it's worse than a mediocre game. Uh, it's Marvel's Avengers. Um, this game was, once again, just okay. Like, it was, um, hmm. I don't really know how to put this. Uh, it wasn't what I expected it to be. Uh, it was very buggy, for one. The combat was pretty pretty bad but it's also like if it works like if it works fine if it works how it is intended to work it is very fun but the problem is is getting it to work how it is intended to work um <laughs> that is the main issue there um because yeah it just it doesn't like to work at all i th i thought the story was great though i loved the story for it i love that they combined terra genesis with the avengers um that is those are two of my favorite storylines in the marvel comics um and i think they did a very good job with it especially bringing kamala harris into it uh into the avengers i thought that was pretty cool um and i know that they are releasing or they already have released dlc to actually have hawkeye in there um so i'll actually need to check that because i actually really want to play hawkeye because he's one of my favorite avengers um just because you know badass um yeah, so, and then we also were supposed to have Halo Infinite this year. Sadly, it was delayed to January, um, but hopefully that still means we can get it soon. I want it so bad. This is actually a game that is going to have a 10-year plan uh, with it, where they're planning to release basically entirely other games inside of Halo Infinite. I don't know if these are going to be paid DLC or if you have to earn them in some way. Um, they obviously are going to have to find some way to actually make money off of this um, if they're going to be doing a 10-year plan. Uh, I'm assuming that they're just going to be like $15 DLCs because that's kind of similar to how Destiny 2 is doing it. Um, so 
Halo Infinite is something to look forward to next year. I'm not going to go too in-depth with it because I am also going to be releasing a 2021 episode uh, next week um, talking about all of the games that me and my friends are looking forward to. Um, so yeah, uh, we also had Fall Guys come out, which was came out of nowhere. It It was like... I don't know. It just it kind of just appeared, and everyone was playing it. Um, mainly on Twitch, it had. I'm pretty sure it had the higher viewership for a while on Twitch. I never actually looked at what the numbers were. Um, but another game uh, that I also want to mention as well. It didn't come out this year. It came out in 2018, I believe. But it really took hold this year, and that was Among Us. It is a absolutely huge game now. Every a lot of people play it, uh, and for those who don't play it, they know about it. Um, just this tactic game of imposters being among you, um, or among us, sorry, uh, and they have to. The imposters essentially have to kill all the crewmates, while the crewmates have to either find the imposters and send them out in airlock, um, or depending on the map, it's different things that you send them out of. Um, or the crewmates can finish all of their objectives and that will also win them the game as well. This is an extremely fun party game to play. Uh, it ruins friendships, but it also brings people together, so it works well. Um, just how party games are meant to be. Uh, we also had a new pro skater uh, Tony Hawk game, which is pretty cool. Uh, we also had a new Marvel Spider-Man game which I uh, am very, I am really looking forward to play it. I have not been able to get my hands on a PlayStation 5 because every time that they appear, they go out of stock literally the instant they appear. And I am one of those people who have been spam clicking it to get one. Um, so I am really, really, really hoping that I can get uh, the PS5 so I can get the new Spider-Man Miles Morales game. I've heard it is so good um, and is just like, and is just a bit short. Um, which kind of sucks, uh, or has less content in general than the first Spider-Man game, which sucks because the first Spider-Man game in in itself had less had very little content, so that kind of sucks. Um, uh, let's see what else. Uh, actually, Warzone I just realized came out this year. Um, that wasn't actually released with Modern Warfare, but that actually came out like January or February. Uh, I don't know. It was either the end of winter or the beginning of spring. I can't remember which. Um, but that has been a very popular subject uh, this past year. is a very pop uh, popular uh, battle royale. Um, personally, it has a had a lot of ups and downs. It has mostly been terrible. Um, it's been a very unbalanced game since release. It still is unbalanced. Um, hit registration was very bad for a while. Uh, you had OP stuff like um, like helicopters and stuff that people can get into that can just absolutely decimate a lobby with it, so it's no fun. And so it it basically didn't require skill to win. It was kind of just if you got lucky. Um, I think there were a lot of gunfights that happened that you didn't have to get lucky for it. Um, but it is what it is. Uh, we also had the new Microsoft Flight Simulator come out this year, which I've heard is a lot better um, than the previous one. I don't really do simulators, so I am not a good person to reference for this type of stuff, but 
uh, from my friend who does Microsoft Flight Simulator a lot and who bought the new one and who has a shit ton of planes um, in the game um, that they paid for. Uh, they said it is really good. Um, I don't know about necessarily in comparison to the previous micro Microsoft Flight Simulator, um, but all I know is that it's a very good Microsoft Flight Simulator um, and in general just renders better i think is one of the one of the big thing about it uh we also had a uh we had like kind of two assassin games that came out honestly we had assassin's creed valhalla which i only played a little bit of because i'm currently doing a series on my twitch channel um i'm doing an assassin's creed 100 percent series so i'm actually going in order 100 percenting the games i have never played these assassin creed games before um, so I have no idea what the story is in, uh, until now. I'm currently on Assassin's Creed 3, so I've got a fairly good idea now. Um, but I am ending, but Assassin's Creed 3 is ending the Desmond series. So I'll be starting the Helix player series, uh, after I'm done with this with Black Flags. Um, and I'm hoping to work my way up to Valhalla. I did play about, um, like, I think like eight hours or so of Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Um, I will say that it is very similar to Origins and Odyssey, from what I've been told. Um, it is very different from the older Assassin's Creed games, I can tell you that much. Um, but the story is very intriguing, uh, and it I can't wait to get to it, because the present-day character also look seems very interesting, and her story seems very interesting. Uh, it just sucks that I still have to go through like 10 more games until I get to Valhalla. But yeah, if you do want to check out my Assassin's Creed series, uh, I'm going to start uploading it onto YouTube. Um, sadly, it's only going to be starting with Assassin's Creed 3, though. It's not going to be starting from the first Assassin's Creed game. Um, but uh, if you want to watch it live, uh, I am on my stream Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday uh, from 7 to 12 Eastern Standard Time. And my uh, stream is called AFK Achievements, uh, and you'll be able to find a link in the description. Um, but yeah, I'd re recommend you check it out if you like Assassin's Creed, uh, or even achievement hunting. Um, so we've been having a lot of fun. So the other Assassin game that I was mentioning is Ghost of Tsushima. So this is, I wouldn't say this is necessarily an assassination game. It kind of is. It's more like a one man army type game. Like this, uh, this honestly is the samurai version of Doom. <laughs> um, it's not, but Essentially, you are this samurai, and your home gets taken over by um, the Mongols. And essentially, you are taking back your home. It has a very long story, um, and it has a uh, it has a shit ton to do in the game. Um, and so, I was very happy about that. I actually did a hundred percent series of it on my Twitch channel as well. Sadly, the vods have um, disappeared now. They're they've gotten old enough where they've gone away. Um, which kind of sucks, but, uh, it was very fun and it honestly has been my favorite game this year. Um, Ghost of Tsushima was absolutely amazing. It was, it got you very deeply invested in the characters and even your horse. I'm not even going to lie. Um, and so I just, yeah, it was, it was a great game. It was a very heartfelt, emotional game. Um, you could kind of understand how the character was feeling a lot of the time, uh, and they did a really good job of displaying uh, the main character. 
um, who they were and kind of their ideology as well uh, with being a samurai um, because samurai are very proud people but in order for him to actually be able to be successful he can't just charge into battle every time he has to actually go through and sneakily take down enemies um, so that way he doesn't alert an entire camp that he has to fight um, I mean, you can play that playstyle, but it is actually a bit harder to do it that way. Uh, so that's kind of where the assassin aspect comes in, in my mind, is that it's very meant to be um, like an assassin. Uh, and yeah, so it's it's a very good game, and I'd recommend checking it out um, a lot. <laughs> it's really good. Uh, so a very popular um, VR game that came out this year was actually Half-Life Alex. Uh, I believe it actually won an award in the Game Awards, uh, so when we go over that, I'll try to point it out. Um, well, obviously, I'll be pointing it out. Uh, we also had the uh, new game of Ori and the Will of the Wisps um, that came out as well. That is a beautiful game, very well done, uh, and I believe it also won an award. Either that or, or it was just nominated for a bunch of awards. I don't know if it was uh, actually if it actually won any, uh, which kind of sucks because I feel like it did. Um, I feel like it did deserve something but uh we also had the last of us part two which was a okay game once again in my opinion uh i thought the story was terrible i thought it was poorly narrated and written um but uh the actual gameplay itself was really well done they actually had some uh groundbreaking technology uh for ropes that sounds very dumb but actually rope mechanics were have been something that I've kind of fucked with developers for a very long time now and now you have the like actual fluidity of a rope kind of swinging around being able to wrap around objects uh, based off of like gravity and um, force and etc so that was actually some groundbreaking technology that they did in that game and I'm sure will be used in the future uh, so, like I said, the gameplay was very good, um, but the story itself was pretty terrible, in my opinion, um, which is why I don't understand some things in the Game Awards, but talk about that later, like I said. Uh, we also had Doom Eternal, which was... Oh my gosh, I loved playing Doom again. I, I've played Doom 2016. I've played um, one of the original Dooms. Um... Or one of the older Dooms, I should say. I guess there's only one original Doom. Um, I don't know. I can't think of it. Uh, but we also had Animal Crossing on the Switch. And then also Cyberpunk 2077, which is one of the most recent releases. Uh, if not the most recent release uh, out of everything I've just mentioned. Um, and I haven't played it yet. I'm waiting to get a next-gen console to play it because it has been very, fairly glitchy on older consoles. Uh, a lot of people have been complaining, and to those people, I will just say shut up because those are the same people that have been uh, bugging Cyberpunk to actually come out. Um, a lot of people who are used to ignoring glitches and bugs in the game, basically anyone who's played a Bethesda game, uh, they will say that the game is very well done and it is very fun to play. I would say there's not any like huge glitches anymore in the game that I know of that are like absolutely game breaking. Like there's just some few annoying bugs, and so I don't understand why people are so frustrated at this. 
like sure the game has been in progress for several years but now you understand why it was in progress for several years um i don't know i think the hate towards cyberpunk is very misplaced um and that people need to calm down with it but i also haven't played it myself so i might have very bad basis for that uh, so the next thing that I'm going to be talking about is kind of continuous games, uh, games that have been doing a very good job at uh, continuing um, their game. <laughs> um, so one of them is World of Warcraft. At, like the very beginning of the year, they released a fairly big update. Um, at least I'm pretty sure. I don't really play World of Warcraft, so I'm not very good at uh, understanding the updates for it. But Battle for Azeroth was a very big update that came out uh, this year, at the beginning of the year, I believe in January, late January. Um, and we also had Warframe, which came out with the Deimos update, and recently they actually released a uh, follow-up one that releases a new operation um, that actually doesn't allow you to use your Warframes, but you have to actually use the Necromex inside of Deimos to face your enemies. Um, they released a new Necromech, they released a new Warframe. Um, so, yeah, this event is still going on, so if you want to play it, then make sure that you get on now, because I think it's only available for, uh, like, 15 more days or so. Um, and, but yeah, the Heart of Deimos update was a very big update, um, and so... It was basically an entirely new storyline that they released with uh, Necromex, and this is essentially working with the Entrati to uh, to defend Deimos, I guess, against the infestation that has taken over at it. Um, so this was an entirely new storyline that they added into the game, uh, and so it was fairly big, and they added a, new, a lot of new weapons, um, Warframes, Necromex, uh, based off of uh, this type of area. Um, and a lot of new content in general, because we also had the new Nightwave season as well um, for the Glassmaker. Uh, so that was pretty fun, and I would definitely recommend playing that as well, because you get an exclusive uh, melee weapon for doing that, um, for doing the Nightwave series that looks uh, really cool um, and plays very well. So yeah, so that was Heart of Deimos. Uh, we also had Destiny 2. Like I said, they've been doing a really good job with continuity. Uh, they released the Beyond Light update recently. Um, this has been a huge update. It's gotten a lot of high praise. Um, I think I think some people don't like it, and I think a lot of other people do like it. Um, it's gotten very mixed results. Uh, like Steam gave it a 6 out of 10, while Games Radar gave it a 4 out of 5, so an 8 out of 10, basically. So there are some mixed results for how people feel about it, but overall it has been a fairly successful update. Um, and I'll actually have to jump onto Destiny 2 to try a lot of these new updates out because I haven't played the game since it like first released. Um, and after playing it for like 10 hours, it got boring. So, um, so yeah, so now what I want to talk about is the Game Awards. Um, so... Actually, one more thing, one more game I want to mention about continuity would probably have to be uh, Rainbow Six Siege. Um, they have started pulling themselves out of the dirt recently. Uh, earlier, at the beginning of this year, the game was absolutely terrible. Um, it had 
very bad glitches in the game that would actually be great uh, game breaking and completely change the tide of the tactical 5v5 shooter um and in the recent updates they have released a lot of game fixes and they focused a lot on that but that also meant they released uh less uh operators for the game which kind of sucks but hey if the game is fixed then i am fine with them releasing less operators but one thing that is pretty cool is that one of the uh, new operators was actually sam fisher um which is pretty cool to play uh and not to mention this year, they have been adding a lot of lore to Rainbow Six Siege. Uh, we were also supposed to have Rainbow Six Quarantine. I don't know where that has gone. That's kind of just disappeared off the map. Um, but I'll try to do some more research on it for the 2021 episode. But yeah, so they've added a lot of lore. They've added a lot of new animations. Um, and like one of the new characters uh, that is in the game actually worked with Thermite, and it gives Thermite a backstory for how he burnt his hands and face, uh, which I find to be awesome uh, and very interesting. I'd say we also had the arena this year, which was really cool, and it's there's going to be a new one next year uh, that I'm looking forward to as well um, because that was pretty fun, pretty cool. I hope they don't do the same map. I hope they they do a combination of maps again but they have also been reworking a lot of their older maps instead of releasing new ones so that way they're actually playable and ranked which is a lot better uh they reworked uh canal they reworked um oh now i can't even think uh chalet they really they reworked skyscraper um they reworked theme park uh so yeah so they did a lot of reworks and the maps are a lot better now I don't think anyone really prefers the older one, kind of like how Hereford Base was. A lot of people preferred the older Hereford Base to the newer one. Um, but yeah. So besides that, let's get on to the Game Awards. So the first thing I'm going to mention is the Game of the Year. So the Game of the Year, um, the... Uh, uh, what are they called? The nominees for them were Doom Eternal, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Ghost of Tsushima... Hades, Animal Crossing, New Horizons, and The Last of Us Part 2. Um, and The Last of Us Part 2 won. Uh, I don't understand how. I don't even understand how The Last of Us Part 2 made it onto the game of the year. But, I mean, The Last of Us Part 2 is fairly popular because of the fact that everyone loves The Last of Us. Everyone loved the first game. And so they released the second game, everyone was excited, but so many people were disappointed and thought that the storyline was bad. Uh, the ending was probably one of the worst endings I have ever played in a storyline before. Ever. It is absolutely terrible and makes you want to bash your head against a wall. Um, so I just don't understand how this one, Game of the Year, when Ghost of Tsushima had such a compelling story, it really brought you into the characters... Um, hell, even Doom Eternal had a better chance, in my opinion, for winning it because of the storyline that it added. Uh, it added a... And they had amazing gameplay for the game. Um, it was super fun to play. The music was amazing. Um, Hades would have done... would uh, Should have been in front of it as well. Um, just because it also has a... It's also very good narration. Uh, it has amazing artwork. I love the artwork for the game. Um, I don't know about Animal Crossing. I never really played it because I don't have a Switch. Uh, I'm hoping to get one soon. Um, and personally, in my opinion, I don't think remakes 
um, should be nominees for anything. Um, I mean, maybe like musical direction or something like that, or art direction. But I don't think it should have been nominated for a game of the year just because it was a remake of a game that came out years ago. So, uh, but that's just my opinion. So best game direction, uh, the nominees were Final Fantasy VII uh, Remake, Ghost of Tsushima, Hades, Half-Life, Alex, or The Last of Us Part Two. Once again, The Last of Us Part Two um, won. I still don't understand how. Uh, best narrative was also The Last of Us Part Two with uh, nearly the same nominees. Um, I think Ghost of Tsushima should have won both of these past ones, um, but I don't even know. I don't even, I don't know why, uh, Half-Life Alex was actually, had one of the best game directions, but, uh, and then best art direction, Ghost of Tsushima won, um, and I'm actually surprised Hades didn't win. I actually thought Hades had really good art. I think that, that they should have won best art direction, in my opinion, um, or even Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Um, but Ghost of Tsushima is the one who won. I mean, Ghost of Tsushima had an absolutely beautiful landscape, so I'm not exactly disappointed that this won uh, Best Art Direction. I just think that a couple of the contenders uh, could have had it better. Um, but yeah, so Best Score and Music, uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake actually did have this, and I think that was because they did change their music um, a lot in the remake, uh, and it did sound very good. Um, so I'm fine with this being the case. Uh, I think The Last of Us Part Two was actually a good nominee because I think the music in the game was actually ver uh, fairly good. Um, I totally think Doom Eternal should have won though just because of the heavy, <laughs> heavy blasting music and everything of it screaming into your ear. It's amazing. And then best audio design, uh, Last of Us Part Two won. Um, I, I don't know about this one. I mean, a lot of these are basically like somewhat zombie kind of games like we had last of us part 2 resident evil 3 half half-life alex doom eternal like a lot of them are like these demonic type creatures and then ghost of tsushima um also had some very good audio design uh but that was because of how much was in the game and they just had a lot of good um and honestly game ghost of tsushima did a great job with pretty much every aspect of it i loved the game so much um, but yeah, I don't really know which one I would have preferred for best audio design. For all I know, The Last of Us Part 2, I would actually prefer for best audio design. Um, but I don't know. I That stuff doesn't really come easily to me. I've watched Resident Evil 3, I've watched Half-Life Alex, and I've played the other three. So I, and I still don't know. So, I mean, audio design is not really my best listening type thing, but... And then we had best performance as well. Uh, so we had Ashley Johnson as Ellie. We had Laura Bailey as Abby. So both of those are characters from The Last of Us Part Two. We had Daisuke uh, Suji, I think I said that correct, as uh, Jin Sakai um, in Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, we had uh, Logan Cunningham as Hades in, well, Hades. And then we had... Uh, uh, Najee Jeter, I think I said that correctly, I might not have, as Miles Morales in the new Spider-Man game. Um, honestly, for this one, I don't think Ellie or Abby should have won. Uh, and I think any of the other three contenders would have been fairly even, at least in my opinion. I think I think Daisuke uh, Suji 
um, as Jin Sakai in Ghost of Tsushima did an absolutely amazing performance. I haven't really heard uh, Logan Cunningham um, in Hades, um, and I know that uh, Najee Jeter played a pretty good Miles Morales in the first Spider-Man, but I also haven't seen anything on the newer ones, so um, I'm not too sure about that. But uh, the games for Impact, um, so this is like thought-provoking games that won an award. Uh, we have If Found, we have Ken uh, Kentucky Route Zero uh, TV Edition, uh, Spirit Fairer, Tell Me Why, and Through the Darkest of Times. I think Tell Me Why was a very good pick for this one. I mean, it is a very deep game. Uh, a lot of these other games are as well, but this one just, this one really took the cake this year. Um, so I would recommend actually playing that game or watching it. So yeah, so best ongoing games. Um, so a, uh, I'll, I'll, yeah, I didn't mention um, every best ongoing game in my opinion. Um, we, uh, we have Apex Legends, we have Destiny 2, uh, Call of Duty Warzone, uh, Fortnite, and No Man's Sky. I don't think Call of Duty Warzone should have been nominated just because it came out this year, so it's not really a good ongoing game, quote-unquote, when it literally came out at the beginning of this year. Um, but that's just my opinion. Uh, and No Man's Sky won, uh, and I think that is fairly well-deserved. At the beginning of the game, it was absolutely terrible. Uh, there was, like, nothing to do. It was super buggy and super glitchy. Um, but they've released a lot of updates, a lot of patches that have made the game very good now. Um, and I actually need to go back and play it because I, I've i been wary of going back to playing it because of how bad it was when I first played it, uh, when the game first came out. Um, but, yeah, I, I also don't think Apex Legends should have won. It's actually gotten worse, in my opinion, as the seasons have gone on. Um, I think they changed the maps around too much, uh, in my opinion. Um, I think it does spice up some things, but um, in general, it's kind of just annoying, at, at least for me. Uh, Fortnite um, has done a pretty good job at releasing new content, um, so I wouldn't even doubt if they have won. Um, and Destiny 2 has had amazing DLCs from what I know, so uh, I'm also surprised that hasn't won. But... Yeah, so I think No Man's Sky was a pretty good pick for that. Uh, you, We have the best indie game. So we had uh, Karian, uh, Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout, uh, Spelunky 2, and Spiritfarer once again. Um, and Hades took the cake on this one, and I think that is once again well-deserved. It was, it was a great game, uh, at least from what I've seen. I haven't played it. I've just watched it. Um, but yeah. And then we have the best mobile game, which was split between Among Us, Call of Duty Mobile, uh, Genshin Impact, Legends of Runeterra, and Pokemon Cafe Mix. Um, I have no idea what Pokemon Cafe Mix is. Um, I know that the rest of these games were, uh, were fairly popular. I mean, Call of Duty Mobile has been for a while now. But yeah, Among Us has taken the cake just because of how popular... Um, among us was in general this year i mean it was absolutely amazing um and then we have uh, best community support we had apex legends destiny 2 fall guys fortnite no man's sky and valorant uh and fall guys took this one and i think that is well deserved um honestly i think all of these would have been pretty well deserved maybe not apex legends they've started kind of strafing into their own lane but um but yeah, 
Then we have the best VR uh, or AR. Um, and this is between Dreams, Half-Life Alex, Marvel's Iron Man VR, Star Wars Squadrons, and The Walking Dead uh, Saint, uh, Saints and Sinners. Um, I think Half-Life Alex definitely deserves this one. Uh, just because it was actually an entire game in itself. It wasn't kind of just like some of these other ones where um, it's kind of like random objective type things. Uh, at least in my opinion, they were. Um, then we have innovation in accessibility. So this is like for people who are colorblind or disabled in some other way. Uh, we had Assassin's Creed Valhalla. We had Grounded. We had uh, Hyperdot, The Last of Us Part Two, and Watch Dogs Legion. Um, so I don't know why Watch Dogs Legion was on there. Literally, it allows you to change your reticle color, and that, for some reason, what, what put it on the uh, innovation and accessibility thing. Don't know why. Uh, the Last of Us Part Two, I think, is kind of deserved for this uh, because they had some really good colorblind modes that helped people play the game who, had, who were visually impaired um, in some way. Um, I forget what Grounded did. Grounded did something amazing that I actually think they should have won for i don't I, I, why i don't know why i can't remember this now um but we also had best action so we had doom eternal hades half-life alex uh neo 2 and streets uh and streets of rage 4 um i think this was very torn between doom eternal and hades um uh, maybe even some half-life alex since it was vr so it feels a little bit more intense since you're there um but i think hades is well deserved this one as well uh, we have Best Action Adventure Game. So we have Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Ghost of Tsushima, Marvel's Spider-Man, uh, Miles Morales, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, and The Last of Us Part Two, and The Last of Us Part Two won. Um, I think Ghost of Tsushima should have won. Uh, I don't. I definitely don't think Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order was needed on the list, honestly. Um, it was pretty good, but it wasn't that good. Um, we had Best Role-Playing. So this is Final Fantasy VII Remake, Genshin Impact, Persona 5 Royale, uh, Wasteland 3, and Yakuza Like a Dragon. Uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake won this. Um, I Once again, I don't think they should have won this just because it's a remake of a game, so I don't think that is quite right, um, unless they're talking about gameplay aspect-wise, but I don't think they are. Uh, we have Best Fighting, which we have Grand Blue uh, Fantasy Versus, Mortal Kombat 11, Street Fighter 5 Champion Edition, One Punch Man, A Hero Nobody Knows, and Under Night in Breath, uh, yeah, or in Birth, not Breath, my bad. That's kind of why I stumbled. Um, I think Mortal Kombat 11, everyone knew Mortal Kombat 11 was going to win this one, uh, just because it is one of the best Mortal Kombats that has been released to date, um, and They've done a really good job at keeping up with it and adding new DLC characters uh, to it. Um, so yeah, so that was definitely well-deserved. Uh, we have Best Family Game. Uh, so we have Animal Crossing New Horizons, Crash Bandicoot 4, uh, Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout, Mario Kart Live, um, and this is the Home Circuit Edition. Um, we have Minecraft Dungeons and Paper Mario, um, the Origami King. So yeah. Animal Crossing definitely takes this one. Um, I think Cr Crash Bandicoot was right behind that just because um, it is a very old uh, game. So it is very liked by, uh, it was very liked by new and older generation of video game players. Um, but Animal Crossing definitely takes the cake just because it was an amazing game in general. 
um and i don't really see fall guys as a family game i think mainly because a lot of people play it solo or with their friends not really as a family game um but it is, uh, same thing with minecraft dungeons honestly but it is what it is uh then we have best sim and strategy so we had crusader kings 3 desperados 3 gears tactics and microsoft flight simulator oh and xcom uh chimera squad uh, microsoft flight simulator uh seems well deserved of this um, I don't really know what Gears Tactics is exactly. Um, I need to actually look into that more. Uh, but uh, Crusader Kings 3 was actually right behind it, in my opinion, for uh, best sim uh, or strategy game. So, yeah. And then best sports or racing, we had Dirt 5, F1 2020, FIFA 21, and NBA 2K21, and Tony Hawk's Pro Skater uh, 1 and 2. Um, and... Tony Hawk's Pro Skater definitely took this uh, just because it is a very well-known series um, and so this new one just everyone liked <laughs> basically mm -hmm. um, we have best multiplayer so this is Animal Crossing New Horizons Among Us Call of Duty Warzone Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout and Valorant uh, Among Us took this just because it is a awesome party game to play um, I think Valorant was right behind it, in my opinion, at least. Uh, Fall Guys maybe as well. Um, Call of Duty Warzone was just because people like Call of Duty a little too much than what it deserves. Uh, and Animal Crossing New Horizons, I actually forgot had multiplayer, so yeah. And then we had Content Creator of the Year. So I think a lot of people agreed with this assessment. So we had Alana Pierce, we had Jayon Lopez, uh, Nick Merckx, Tim the Tatman, and Valkyrie. Um, and Valkyrie won, uh, and I think a lot of people were okay with that. A lot of people like Valkyrie. Um, she was a very big streamer this year um, and is well-deserved of this reward. Uh, best debut game is... Uh, so we have Carry On, Mortal Shell, uh, Raji, and Ancient Epic, Roki, and Phasmophobia. And Phasmophobia is well-deserved of this. Phasmophobia is an amazing horror game uh and it's fairly fun to play i mean it's uh it's kind of funny watching your friends freak out as well um when they you know get scared by shit uh <laughs> then we have best esports athlete uh we have ian crimsix uh porter uh head showmaker sue kim canyon uh gian uh Bu, anthony shotzi uh cuevas uh castro i think i said that correct uh matthew ziwu uh herbot um i don't really know any of these um i pretty much only watch rainbow six siege um <laughs> tournaments in pro league so i don't really know this very well so i'm just going to assume that showmaker deserves this win <laughs> and move on with it uh best esports coach uh, we have danny zonic uh sorensen uh dayhe crusty park uh fabian grabs uh loman and lee zeffa jamin uh, Raymond Rambo Lucier and Zonic won um, and I think uh, Grabs was a pretty good coach this year I know I know who Grabs is I don't know who the rest of these are um, but uh, Zonic got the win for this year so I'm going to assume that was better than Grabs in some way but um, best esports event we had the Blast Premier Spring 2020 European Finals Call of Duty League Championship 2020 IEM uh, Catalyst 2020, League of Legends World Championship 2020, 
Overwatch League Grand Finals 2020, and I think we all know who won the League of Legends World Championship 2020. Um, I think this is well-deserved, mainly just because uh, League of Legends has gotten bigger and bigger every year, and so this was an absolutely massive event that occurred uh, and was, yeah, pretty good. Uh, so we have best esports games, so we have Modern Warfare, we have Counter-Strike, uh, we have Fortnite, League of Legends, and Valorant. I actually kind of forgot that Valorant was an esports game, not gonna lie. Uh, but once again, League of, Le League of Legends takes this cake. Once again, it's been growing and growing, it hasn't really gone down at all. Uh, then we have best esports hosts, so we have Alex Goldenboy Mendez, Alex Machine Richardson. Um, thank god for usernames, or otherwise that would get confusing. Uh, Eve J uh s jocks uh deports here i've never heard of her uh james dash patterson and uh jorin shiver uh van der Heijden. i i don't know any of these people um so actually i do know uh both the alexes i know golden boy and machine um i don't know the other three though um but apparently s jocks won so we'll give it to her uh, so best esports team we have uh, Damwon Gaming, Dallas Empire, G2 Esports, uh, excuse me, sorry, San Francisco Shock, and Team Secret, uh, and G2 Esports won. Um, this was just my vote, just because G2 Esports is huge in the Rainbow Six community. Um, so I don't know about really the rest of these teams. I know about Team Secret as well. But uh, G2 Esports, at least in the Rainbow Six community, definitely takes the cake. Um, and it looks like they managed to take the cake in general in esports teams. So that's pretty cool. Um, and I bet you they're very happy about that. Uh, but that is all I'm going to talk uh, about today. There were a lot more game awards than I thought there were. That went on for a lot longer than I thought. Um, so I hope you guys enjoyed uh, this episode. Definitely make sure that you check out my Twitch stream. That has been picking up a lot more. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to pop my knuckles um and uh also make sure you check out my youtube channel as well uh, i'm going to try for the more content based um uh podcast episodes to actually upload them as videos as well with um some more visually eye candy type stuff i don't know um basically stuff that helps me explain more uh, I'm still going to be releasing stuff on AFCast on SoundCloud and other podcast uh, websites as well, though, so you won't have to worry too much about that. Um, but I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Definitely make sure you check out that stuff. Make sure you check out my Discord uh, or any of my social media. All of it will be in the description. Um, and I was going to write down all of these game awards as well, but I'd honestly just uh, say I might even link the uh, 2020 uh, winners on the game awards official website um so yeah so i'll do that and so that way you guys can check it out for yourselves if you want to look at some nominees or uh some of the winners as well yourself uh so yeah besides that game on find afcast on instagram and twitter at af community for any updates on future podcast episodes if you want to join the community discord, find the link in the description or on the website afcommunity.com.